apart from next month, which, thank you, Ed, you're going to kill me. <laughs> um, I'm going to be trying to do an audio podcast every single day. <laughs> well, I'm killing myself right now. I hope you're ready for today's episode of Dead America doing Let's get into this. In today's episode, we have Karina Cantus with us. She is a prolific author of 14 titles. Karina, could you please introduce yourself and let people know just a little bit about you, please? Hi, everyone. I'm Karina Gantus, and as you can tell by my accent, I am British. I live over on the island of Corfu in Greece, and so coming all the way from across the world to you. I hope uh, you can hear me really well. I am a award-winning author. I'm also an award-winning filmmaker. I run Author Assist, which helps uh, authors with their marketing promotion, brainstorming, um, trailers, narration, everything they need help with, I'm there for them. Um, I have two podcasts, uh, Behind the Pen and Narrations by KK. I'm also the host of a radio show, Author Assist, on the Artist First Radio Network. And what have I forgot? Uh, <laughs> I think that's everything. <laughs> You're very ambitious, I'll tell you. You've got some great, interesting interviews on the one podcast, Behind the Pin. And then Narrations is a little different spin where you actually highlight other people's work and read a little bit out of their books in a narration style. It's unique. Why did you start podcasting? Okay, so the first podcast that came up was Behind the Pen. And the reason I started that was because I've been doing this radio show for five years. I thought to myself, wouldn't it be cool to actually see the person face to face? And it'll be more intimate and there'll be no scripted um, show. It will just be talking and seeing where it goes. And it's basically about the journey of this artist, um, how they started off, uh, what their journey has been like, uh, their lows, the highs, uh, what their plans are in the future. And it first started off with a writer's journey. It was behind the pen, a writer's journey. Because of being an author, I wanted to interview other authors and get them promotion and get their books out there. And I thought to myself, well, it's not just art, you know, it's not just writers that use a pen. There are artists, there are illustrators, there are musicians when they're writing songs. You know, it's not just uh, fiction authors or non-fiction authors. And so I extend, I extended it to um, the artist journey. And it's just blown up since then. <laughs> yeah, it, it's interesting. You've done quite a few podcast episodes. Do you know your count so far? 
I don't because <laughs> what I do is I actually have a YouTube show first and then I convert the video from uh, MP4 into MP3 and then have my audio podcast. So the artist gets two lots of promotion, which is brilliant for them. More hard work for me with the uploading and downloading and editing and all that. But, um, yeah, it started off as uh, uh, the YouTube show and then the podcast. And there's, I think there's 78 videos on the YouTube show. And I think I've just passed the 33rd mark now on the audio podcast. Interesting. How do you cross that over? for the editing from video to the audio and upload it? I look, thankfully, um, Anchor just makes it so easy. Um, you basically just put the, the file that you have of your MP4 of the actual um, episode, um, the video episode, onto Anchor, and it automatically takes off the audio of that video, and that is your audio podcast. Interesting. So there's very li limited editing for you when you're using Anchor. It's a very simple method and you can actually bring guests right on to the Anchor platform. That I haven't done yet at the time. <laughs> ah. it will get, I'll get there eventually. <laughs> so, so how do you bring your guest onto the YouTube and record that? Um, they contact me. Uh, I, I'm in um, uh, what you call mailing lists as a host, and so they contact me via email, let me know who they are. I tell them about the radio show and the podcast and let them make up their mind which one, or most of the time they do both. Um, and then uh, I use uh, Zoom, which is an amazing uh, free software for meetings and I record off Zoom while we have our meeting. A lot of the time it doesn't need editing, it just needs the beginning of the show and the end matter. Um, uh, but if the F-bomb accidentally comes out or someone walks in while we're in the middle of recording, then it has to be edited. Yeah, very interesting. A lot of people use Zoom and, you know, there's there's not a lot of tools out there for those remote recordings that actually work for everybody. Everybody's got to find what tools works for them. I want to get back to Anchor with you a little bit because I have noticed mm -hmm. a few things. A lot of people on Anchor do not realize that actually they do not own their podcast. Have you heard about that at all? No, no, this is the first time I've heard that. Okay. Now, I don't want to discourage anybody because Anchor is a fabulous <laughs> place be, because they, they do things a little different. Now, in iTunes, if you look at your RSS feed, you can actually identify there's an iTunes ownership. And that is the email associated with your podcast. So Anchor, if you are with Anchor, you need to go into your settings and make sure that you are using your email address 
for your RSS feed. If you do use where Anchor, would I find? Would this be in settings? It is. I believe it is in settings. And right now, the iTunes name owner is Karina Cantus, but the email address, which is very important for all you podcasters, they've got podcast s60 blah 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 at anchor.fm for yours so i noticed you're not aware of that and it is one of those things no. that podcasters should be aware of and anchor should kind of really change the policy on that where their podcasters are aware of that issue what's the most exciting thing about podcasting to you It's just meeting all these different people. I've had some amazing guests on the uh, the podcast, the YouTube show, and the the podcast, and uh, it's just been it's been an honor doing it, and I, I will continue to do it. <laughs> yeah, I hope you do because, like I said, you're very ambitious, and some of the content is great. How do you find your guest to come on to your podcast? Well, as I said, I'm in uh, a few mailing lists and they contact me, they email me and uh, it's up to me then I, if I, you know, they they talk about what they do and their books or or if they're an illustrator okay. or whatever. And um, I, then it's my up to me whether I want them on as a guest. Um, anything to do with politics, too much politics or religion, that's a big no-no on my show. Um, a couple of... Uh, Crafty guests have been able to get away with that by uh, saying that the, their book wasn't that and then totally being the opposite. But, um, yeah, so, <laughs> but, well, yeah, most yeah. of the time it's, it's through e emails or contacting me directly. Yeah, that is some some characters out there, they try to get over on people, and that's unfortunate. And that comes in any industry you're in. So, you know, your <laughs> due diligence helps in that. I, I go through a tedious process looking for guests a lot of the times, but it's just now coming to where I'm so booked out on my main podcast that there's a waiting list and, you know, to record the episode we can record it right now but to air the episode it's way out in june when you get that coming in yeah. that's a good wow. feeling you know that's cool yeah i i really enjoy podcasters yeah they've, that's really good they've changed my life you know you, you just talked about you enjoyed Aww. the interaction and you know the, podcasting has changed my life from depression wanting to die to hey i'm anxious and i'm so eager for that next speaking arrangement that guest talk you know Aww. that interaction is so important in our lives what does it that really is what it does really that is. do yeah. for you well i mean in this day and age with everything we've gone through with covid i mean if it wasn't yes. for 
the the internet and um, having that um, lifeline, and it is a lifeline because there would be certainly a lot more suicides than there has been because of the situation. Mm -hmm. um, you're not cut off. You, you're able to speak with people. You're able to get in touch with family to see them on camera. You know that it is. It's, it has been a lifeline having the internet during this really difficult time. Yeah, you know, humanity, we we tend to always have these little hiccups and burps, but podcasting seems to be a unifier and a a way to promote good things. Like we just said, there are those people, but I haven't found a lot of those actually. And that's a good thing about this industry. I'm super excited. What what do you see the future of podcasting being like well it has exploded over the last few months and more and more authors are doing their own podcasts mm -hmm. um and i think that's like you say it's to have that connection with other people um to so they're not so lonely so they're not feeling so alone and um They've uh, either been a guest on a podcast and thought, I'd, I want to do this myself, or they've listened to podcasts and thought about doing themselves. But definitely over the last few months, uh, it's exploded so many, so many out there and so much range, so many different ones. It's um, fantastic, the, the variety out there. Yes, there is. The, you know, there's there's so many new technologies involved with podcast it's amazing the transcription tools the equipment is a big one for people what type of equipment do you use do you just use your smartphone or do you have studio mics um no i have the studio mic uh, it's a usb podcast special microphone and then i do my editing on a software called What's it called? Movi, I think. Oh. oh. No, no, Movi. Movi. Yep. I do my editing on Movi. No, Audacity I'll do for uh, audio only, but for the um, for video, which you can do audio on, on Movi as well. Right. Um, it's a fantastic editing software, and that's what I do my editing on. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I had a brain lapse there that you use the MP4. What what type of uh, systematic approach do you use when you lay out your podcast? How hard okay. and difficult so, is your workflow? That's a better way to put it, I guess. <laughs> okay, so um, if we're doing the the whole to the audio and the um, the uh, YouTube show. It will start off with uh, recording of the, it's not live, recording of the YouTube show. Then I will put the front matter, the back matter, put it all together, edit what's needed. Um, I will do a blog feature on my blog. And once the episode is on my YouTube playlist, that will then be posted on the blog feature as well. And then probably a couple of weeks, but I'm a bit behind now, but a couple of weeks later, then I'll convert um, using um, Anchor 
the uh, MP3 into MP4 into MP3 um, and make sure that uh, everything uh, sounds good and is ready to go for the audio podcast. And of course, the um, guest gets links for all three of those um, uh, promotion on the media platforms. Right. How do you do your uh, episode artwork? I designed the, well, I use their logos if they have their own logo or if they're um, talking about a book, I'll use their book cover. But the actual logo for the podcast behind the pen, I designed myself on Canva. Yeah, uh, Canva is what I use. It's very, <laughs> very powerful. I love it. Now, you do a lot of stuff. Do you have help doing this? No, I'm a one-woman show. I Everything <laughs> I do from my radio to my podcast to author assist where I have clients coming out of my ears, um, <laughs> I, I never stop. I, from 10 in the morning till 10 at night, and then even after 10 at night, I'm still available for my clients and I'm doing my own work. I'm doing catch-up. The weekends I have for myself because – I don't have time to promote my own books, and I've got 14 of them now. So the weekend I use that for promoting, for editing my own stuff, for catching up on my podcast editing, uploading, which takes a long time, of course, for uh, YouTube and um, uploading an edited uh, film again takes time. So, uh, yeah, I do it all by myself, little old me. Wow, you are a superwoman, I'll tell you. So <laughs> tell the people how they can find your books and how they can find your podcast and YouTube channel. Right. Well, my books, I have 14 now right now. I write in all fiction genres, everything from young adult to erotica, dystopian science fiction, fantasy, um, supernatural, horror, romance, thriller, everything um my last book is due what well, due out it's uh second november it's released but you can get it now on pre-order it's called broken chains and it's a dark mafia thriller mm -hmm. so that comes out on in ebook on november the second but you can actually get in contact with me and you can get it straight away from me um you don't have to wait for the uh for the official uh, release on the um, shop outlets. You can actually get it from me. That's no problem. Um, so I'm really excited about this book. Um, um, it's, I mean, every one of my books is my baby, but there's something really special about this book. And uh, I hope that those that like that kind of dark romance, violence, um, explicit sex, explicit violence, um, and really get into the nitty-gritty, then um, you will love Broken Chains. So check that out. Also, my YouTube, uh, which I have my podcast behind the pen. I also have my narrations, which are over uh, 110 videos on there now of narrations by KK. I have all of the book trailers that I made myself, which Broken Chains is on there. And I've actually won awards for my book trailers, International Film Festival Awards. Um, I have the book trailers that I've done for other authors. They're all on there. There is um, lots of panels and uh, interviews that I've done as 
uh, an author as myself and also as my profession with Author Assist. So there is about 400 videos on my channel and it's uh, just Karina Gantus on YouTube and you'll find me there. Um, I'm on every single social media platform <laughs> you can think of, you'll find me. I don't use a pen name, Karina Gantus. Um, as for the podcast, uh, the audio podcast, you can find on all the uh, good podcast platforms like Apple and uh, Google Play and Spotify, uh, Breaker, and I can't think of all the rest, but there's about seven or eight different platforms <laughs> where you can find. But if you go over to Anchor, you can listen to them on there. Um, they're being two or three uploaded every week, apart from next month, which, thank you, Ed, you're going to kill me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be trying to do a audio podcast every single day. <laughs> well, I'm killing myself right now. <laughs> and Karina, you're a fantastic <laughs> woman and you're doing fantastic things. Thank you so much for participating in Napod Pomo with me. Thank you for telling me about it. Thank you for inviting me. And thank you for allowing me to come on your podcast. 